Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, thank you for joining me today for this podcast. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about this brand new week, and I know that God is going to do something great in your life. Um, I'm coming to you today with a topic that kind of piggybacks off of last week's topic. Now, note that I am doing special election reports um, each week leading up to the election, so there will be an additional uh, report, an additional podcast each week leading up to the election, and you'll want to check those out. They have a blue background and say special report on the um, the icon, so make sure you take note of that. But I want to come to you today um, with a topic that uh, I believe that God is going to use uh, to help set some people free today. I got so much good feedback from last week's podcast, and um, I trust that today's podcast will be equally as anointed and as much of a blessing to you. So uh, today's podcast, I want to jump off of a, uh, a scripture in 1 Corinthians 6 and chapter 9, or sorry, chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. Um, this scripture says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither be sexually moral, immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And then I love this next part of this verse. Such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. You have been washed, you've been sanctified, and you've been justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Such were some of you, the writer says. We were all tied up in mess at some point. We have all been tied up in something at some point. Maybe you're listening to this right now and, and you're tied up in something. Something has gotten you into bondage and um, and you're wondering, can I get out of this? Can I ever be free from this? Will this ever leave me? Will this ever be over? And the devil likes to tell you that there is nothing that you can do. You'll never be free. You'll never be, uh, you'll never be set free. You'll never be free from this bondage. You'll never be able to walk without this hanging over your head, this, this constant idea that you've, you've been caught up in sin. But I can tell you today, the blood of Jesus sets free. The blood of Jesus delivers. The blood of Jesus washes and cleanses and sanctifies and justifies, just as this scripture says. And Paul here says, such were some of you. He names this whole list of, of things, the liars, adulterers, uh, covenants, covetousness, uh, drunkards, all sorts of things, the sexually immoral idolaters. He says all of these things, and he says, such were some of you. You were all some of these. You all participated in this at some point, but the blood of Jesus has set you free. The blood of Jesus has set you free. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about this verse, but also one of the things I love about the blood of Jesus is that it has the power to set us free from anything and everything. Listen, Jesus 
Jesus didn't come and die on a cross just so that you could go to heaven. He didn't shed his blood and go through brutal beatings just so that you could get to heaven. He came so that you could be free from that torment, so that you could be free from that bondage, so that you could be free from that sin. And he wants to deliver you today if you'll cry out on him and you'll let him take it from you. And uh, this this verse can apply to you if you are involved in any of that. Listen, God doesn't care what you've done. God doesn't care what you've been involved at in the past. Uh, there's nothing that God cannot deliver you from. Absolutely nothing that God can't pull you out of and set you free from. And I believe it today. I've seen it happen. I've seen some of the the craziest things that people have done and and I've seen some of the the worst people that you would think of in the world be absolutely totally transformed and set free by the power of God and uh, we have got to begin to think down those lines listen nobody is beyond reach nobody is beyond the hand of God and the blood of Jesus can cover it all and you are in the same category nothing is beyond God's reach. There's nothing that the blood can't cover for you if you'll put it under the blood. There's absolutely nothing that God cannot deliver you from. You are not a label. You are not a label. You're not what somebody told you you are. You're not what you thought you were. You're not what the devil tells you you are. There are a lot of people these days who like to put labels on everybody. There's got to be, you've got to identify as something. You've got to identify yourself with some sort of a label. You've got to be this or you've got to be that, Republican, Democrat, whatever it is. You've got to have a label nowadays. Listen, there is no label that can define you other than the label that I am blood-bought, I am washed in the blood of Jesus, and I am free. And that's what uh, uh, Paul is saying here to the Corinthians. He said, I am telling you, you were all these things, and you are not that anymore. When he says such were some of you, that is a dividing line, because as soon as you accept Jesus Christ, and as soon as you allow his blood to cover your sin, as soon as you repent, whatever it is that, that you need to put under the blood, as soon as that takes place, You belong to him. You belong to Jesus Christ. And those sins are washed under the blood. So don't be discouraged today if you're involved in something right now or if you've been involved in something in your past. Because those labels that people try to apply to you and that the world tries to apply and that the the devil tries to apply to you and that uh, that you even try to apply to yourself or that other Christians try to apply to you based on your sin of your past, those are not you any longer. You are not that sin. You might have committed that sin. You might have participated in that sin. But as soon as the blood of Jesus covers it, listen, everything the blood touches gets redeemed. And when you are labeled, all you have to say is I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. That's my label. That's the new banner I walk under. That's the new heading over my life and the new the new title for me. I am redeemed by the blood of Jesus and I am not what I used to be. Thank God. I'm not who I was. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not what I used to participate in. So don't let anyone or anything label you as some sort of a sin that you used to walk in. Uh, there are there are so many things that, that the world tries to label people as, but you are not a label. You are not a label. You are a redeemed child of God. And I want to read to you also, uh, 
a couple other scriptures because once you're redeemed, then you have to walk in it. Once you're redeemed, then you need to start walking in it because there are there are ways that the devil will try to get back in. Once you're free from something, the devil will try to come back in. The Bible tells us that it is uh, scriptural. It's absolutely scriptural. Uh, Luke eleven twenty four through 26 says, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, it goes through dry places seeking rest. Finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. When it comes, it finds it swept and furnished. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Listen, I can tell you this. Once you get redeemed and once you get set free, and there are things that take time. I understand that. There are things that you have to constantly keep under the blood. When you are walking this out with God, God will point out things in your life and he will say, I want that area. I want that area of your life where here's an area where you haven't fully submitted to me. I understand that. I completely understand that. But if you have been dramatically delivered from sin and you have been dramatically delivered from a bondage, that enemy goes out and the Bible says it tries to come back. It will try to come back. There are people who uh, who have been on drugs and gotten dramatically delivered and the devil goes out and tries to come back into their lives and tries to come back stronger. There are people who get dramatically delivered from pornography and sexual sin and the devil goes out and comes back and tries to uh, tries to bring back stronger temptation and stronger demons. That's what this talking about. Stronger demons to torment you. And um, if you get dramatically delivered by God from something, you cannot let that devil back in. You cannot let that devil back in because if you do, it will be stronger than it ever was before. And and when I say let that devil back in, I don't mean that you're you're demon possessed or anything like that. But I mean you can't give the devil any place in your life. You can't allow the a crack for the enemy. And so whatever you've got to do to stay away from what it is that you were bound up in, whatever you've got to do to stay away for a while. There are a lot of people who think, well, I, I got set free. Now I can go down to, I got set free from alcohol. Now I'll just go down to the bar and I'll tell everybody else to get saved. No, that is not a good idea. You you don't go right back to where it was right after you get delivered and try to pull other people out. What you do is you get grounded first. You get you get sanctified. You stay grounded in the word. You stay grounded in prayer. You get built up in prayer. And then after a while, after a while, and I mean a while, you you don't run back down to where it was that you got set free from and try to get back into it and, and get other people set free right away. That's just not how it works. Because here in this scripture, the Bible tells us the devil tries to come back and tries to tempt you. And so is it normal for after you're delivered, after you're set free from something, for the enemy to try to come back in and tempt you again? I thought I was set free from this. I didn't didn't want anything to do with it for weeks. And now the enemy has come 
come back and I, I feel the urge to to pick up uh, another bottle of alcohol or I feel the urge to to go back to a website or I feel the urge to do this or that. It's absolutely normal to be tempted again because that's what the Bible's saying here. The devil tries to come back in and tries to take the ground that God has given to you. He tries to take the territory that God has given to you. And if you'll let him have a crack, if you'll let him have just a small window to get in, he'll do it. He'll come back in and he'll come back in stronger than ever before. That's what's so scary is that once you're set free and once you're delivered, you will, uh, you'll be free. But if you let the devil back in, he's not coming back in at the same level of strength that he was. He's coming back in stronger. And so you've got to understand that if you let him back in, the temptation and the participation in sin is going to be stronger than ever. So don't give the devil a crack to get back in. Don't open the door for the devil. Tell the devil, no, there's absolutely no vacancy in my life for you to take hold. There's no place in my life for you to try to come in and shut the door on the devil every single time because when he comes back and finds that your life is swept clean your your proverbial house your spirit is swept clean that that he's going to try to come back stronger than ever and I've seen it time and time again that's why you know we see somebody this happens so frequently we see somebody who has been on drugs and they get set free they go to rehab and uh, they, they get totally set free or they, they come to an altar and lay it all down, which is really where the work is done, really where the deliverance takes place. If you want to be delivered, you need to get to church, a good Bible-believing church, and get to the altar. That's where real deliverance takes place. You can go through 12-step programs and rehabs and everything else, but you've got to lay it down on the altar and you've got to come to the Lord. And um, those deliverances, once they take place, those people, if they go back and they begin to take drugs again, participate in drug activity again, oftentimes, I've seen it time and time again, some of their, they just, there is a very short amount of time and they end up overdosing, they end up dying because the enemy comes back in stronger once he has been cast out. And so I'm telling you today, I'm telling you this if you have been delivered from something, don't let the devil come back in because what he will do is he'll come back stronger. He'll come back stronger. And it's sad. It's sad to watch other people go through this. It's sad to watch other people deal with this. But this is the case with the enemy. This is the game plan. God already laid it out for us. He said, listen, if you let the devil back in, this is what's going to happen. He's going to come back in stronger and you're not going to be able to break free as easy. He's going to come back and he's going to really try to take you out the next time. So don't let the devil back in. Don't let the devil back in. It's already been laid out for us in the word of God what Satan is going to try to do. So you got to pay attention to that. You've got to know. Another verse is 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 20 to 22. For after they escaped, for if after they escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they are again entangled them and are overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. Once again, saying this exact same thing, uh, that, that if you are, have escaped uh, an entanglement from Satan, 
and you go back and you participated in it, participated in again, and you are overcome, the latter end is worse for you than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn back from the holy commandment that was delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog returns to his own vomit and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mud. Dogs go back to their vomit uh, sows, pigs, once they get washed, they go back and wallow in the mud. They go back to the same thing. And a lot of the time, that's what the devil tries to do. He wants to ensnare you again, but stronger. So if you give him a chance, he's going to do that. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you give the devil an even a small amount of, of foothold in your life, a small amount of stronghold. And I know there's urgency in my voice because this is the case. The devil will come back and he will take everything that you have gained and then some. He'll take every bit of ground that you've gained and then some. He's going to try to come back stronger. And the Bible says even here that it would have been better if you hadn't been delivered. It, it would have been better if you hadn't been set free because the devil is going to make your end worse than it was before. So when you get set free by the power of God, don't go back. Don't go back into what it is that you were set free from. Don't look at it. Don't think about it. Whatever you've got to do to resist that temptation, and temptation will come, as I said. The devil tries to see if he can get you to bite on that hook. Just just tries to get see if he can get you back in it a little bit because he knows if you open the door to him, he can come back in stronger. Listen, the devil wants to wrap you up in chains. He wants to he wants to totally destroy your life. He wants to ruin it for you and he doesn't want you to prosper. He doesn't want uh you to go forward in the Lord. And you've got to say no. I'm not going to let the devil in. I'm not going to let the devil do that. I'm not going to let the devil ruin my life. Once you have been set free, you've got to resist it. You've got to resist it entirely and if that means you've got to cut some people out of your life for your own uh for your own salvation and spiritual health, then do it. If that means you've got to move to another town or or another city by all means your spirit your you making it to heaven and not being bound up while you're here is far more important important than any connections it's far more important than any job it's far more important than any promotion it's far more important you've got to block some people on social media whatever the case may be do it for yourself do it for your family do it for your kids do it for those who love you and get yourself free from whatever that thing is. Whatever that thing is, keep yourself free. Don't go back to it. You know, there are a lot of the times where uh, we see people set free at the altar in church, and we see people delivered radically, just amazing things that God has brought people out of. We see people, uh, their chains fall off, and they are just absolutely, totally, radically delivered. And then... Before they even leave the church, it's like they pick the chains back up and begin to wrap themselves back up in the chains. And we have a habit as 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 people to go back to things that are comfortable to us. We go back to things that uh, that help us feel good, help our flesh feel good. We go back to things that we know 
And um, if you are attacked in other areas of your life, you've got to be careful because the enemy will try to get you upset in some area. The enemy will try to get you mad. The enemy will try to make you feel lonely. The enemy will try to make you feel all sorts of things in order to try to get you to go back to your sin, to go back to your bondage. And um, that's what he does. Because what we do when we're out of sorts is we go back to what's comfortable and what we know. And um, so if you are feeling lonely, if you're feeling angry, if you are sick, if you're tired, whatever the case is, the enemy likes to come in at those points and that's when he tries to tempt you because you're weak. The enemy knows that if you are strong in the Lord, he can't do anything with you. But when you're weak, when you're in your weak points, you've got to be especially on your guard because the enemy wants to come back in. Listen, the Bible tells us that the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. If you know anything about lions, you know how they hunt, you know that they don't go after the fastest antelope in the pack. They don't go after the biggest, baddest uh, animal. They don't go after the, the, the fastest deer or the strongest one. They wait and they see where are the young ones, where are the weak ones, where are the sick ones, because they're lagging behind the rest of the pack and they're an easy kill. And they take out the ones who are who are weak, who are tired, who are uh, spend all their energy on trying to chase down the fastest, uh, biggest animal. So that's the same way that the enemy works in our lives. He tries to wait till we're weak. He waits till we're sick. He waits till we're tired or we're hungry. He waits for all those things. He waits till you're lonely and he will come in and try to tempt you at those points. So know that when you're at those points, that's when the enemy likes to come in. And not only that, but he likes to come in with something enticing that you're comfortable with that you, uh, that you feel like, oh, I could just go back to this just once. I could start that negative thought pattern again just once. I could start, I could just have one alcohol. I could do this. I could, I could just go, uh, just go find that one person just this once I could, uh, I could get some drugs just this one time. And the next thing you know, you're back in it full force and you're hooked. 100%. That's how the enemy works. I'm exposing the enemy to you today, and I'm telling you how he works once you've been set free. Do not rewrap yourself in the chains. You know, it's like when we throw our garbage out, and the garbage man comes and picks up the garbage. All that stuff that we, we it's gross, it's rotten, all the garbage. The garbage man comes, picks it up, and it would be like you chasing the garbage truck down the street saying you wanted your garbage back because you wanted the gross, rotten stuff that is in there for you. And that is all that sin is, is it's gross, rotten stuff. And once you throw it out of your life, once you're rid of it, don't chase the garbage truck back down trying to get your sin back, trying to get your gross stuff back, trying to get all that stuff back that you've been set free from because God does not want you bound up. He wants you set free totally. And you should want to be set free totally because you're his and you do not have to participate in the bondage that the enemy has you in. So be set free today. When God delivers you, stick with it. 
Don't let the enemy have even an inch or a centimeter or a millimeter. Don't let the enemy back in because he will destroy your life with the very thing that you've been delivered from. And that's how the enemy works. I'm exposing him to you today. I'm telling you how he works. Listen, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You are a blood-bought child of God. You are set free. You've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And the only thing, the only thing that can put you back into bondage is you if you allow the devil to come back in. So today, whatever it is that you've been set free from, whatever it is that you've been delivered from, stand your ground. Stand your ground when you're when you're alone, when you're tired, when you're angry, when you're hungry, when you're upset, uh, when you're when you're feeling sick, whatever it is, whatever that is. Don't let the enemy have a foothold. Don't let the enemy tempt you. There are a lot of people who give in too easy to the enemy and allow him to come back into their lives after they've been completely delivered. They have a testimony that they're set free and then the devil comes back in because they open the door for him and welcome him back in because they think, oh, just this once, I'm strong enough. I'm not going to go back into it full time. I'm not going to be bound up full time again. No, the enemy plays for keeps, and you've got to understand that. You've got to understand that the enemy is not messing around with your life. So today, I want to uh, encourage you. I want to uh, pray for you. And if you don't know Jesus, if you need to be set free from something, I'm going to pray for you in a minute and for those who have been set free and who need to stay free. But I also want to pray the sinner's prayer today for anyone who doesn't know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus... You need to start a relationship with him. It is the best relationship you'll ever have, and it is something that is going to carry you through all of eternity. You want to live in heaven forever, and we want you to know Jesus. He's the only way you can do that. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So today I want to pray a prayer with you so that you can know Jesus. If you pray this prayer after me, just repeat it in your heart or out loud. Out loud's even better, but mean it in your heart. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I believe that Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, and that he rose again. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Cleanse me in the blood Jesus shed on the cross. Help me to live for you every day. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And friends, I want to pray for you today. Maybe you've been set free or maybe you need to be set free from something. And the enemy just, he will not let you alone with it. He just keeps coming back at you. Uh, I'm going to pray today for you. So bow your head with me if you can. If you're driving, don't bow your head. Keep your eyes on the road, but just open your heart to what it is that God is speaking. Father God, today, I thank you for all of the listeners who are tuning into this podcast. Lord, I ask right now that you would set free the ones who need to be set free. Your blood paid the price, Jesus, for every single person on earth to be set free from their bondages, from their sin, from their guilt and shame. And God, if we'll just cry out to you, you'll you'll 
give that blood, that life-giving blood freely, liberally, God, and you'll pour it out on us and you'll pull out, pour out your grace. And so God, right now I ask for grace and mercy to cover every sin and every bondage. Lord, I thank you for completely setting free the people who are listening by the anointing of the Holy Spirit that destroys every yoke, that destroys every bondage. And in the name of Jesus, I thank you for breaking chains off of minds and off of lives today. I thank you for setting people free by the power of your Holy Spirit, by the blood of Jesus Christ, and God for sending the enemy on the run. Now, God, we pray that the enemy will not be able to come back, that you'll put a hedge around the believers, God, the ones who are crying out to you today for deliverance or the ones who have been delivered, who the enemy has tried to tempt. In the name of Jesus, I speak to their spirits And I say, do not let the enemy back in. God, give them strength to withstand temptation. Help them to know when temptation is most likely to strike. God, help them to understand that they can't let the enemy back in for even a second. God, not one second the enemy can come back in because he will try to destroy them. So, Lord, I pray that you would protect them. Send your angels to camp round about them, as Psalm 91 says. Protect them from the snare of the fowler, and God, deliver them from every entrapment and every snare. Let them see out in front of them what the enemy has laid in front of them to try to trap them in something. Let them see before they ever get there, Lord, that the enemy is trying to pull a stunt and trying to get them caught back up into bondage. God, right now I speak life in the name of Jesus. I speak life and life abundantly. And God, I thank you for ministering to everyone who's listening today, for speaking to them and for letting them understand Understand that they are in a battle, God, that they are in a war, and God, that you have the ultimate victory if they will just stick with you and they will just call on your name. So, God, we thank you today for victorious listeners. We thank you today for people who have been set free and people who will stay free in the name of Jesus. And, God, that nothing the enemy tries to bring against them is going to prosper, but it's all going to be shielded from them by faith in you. So God, today I plead the blood of Jesus down over them. I thank you for keeping them safe physically and spiritually and mentally, God. And Lord, I thank you for keeping all of us until we get back together again on this podcast. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you prayed that sinner's prayer or if you've been delivered or set free of something or if you'd like me to continue to pray for you that the enemy will give you or that God will give you strength against the enemy, send me a message on my social media. Get a hold of me. I would love to start a dialogue with you to keep in touch and and to just pray for you regularly. So God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to listen in uh, to my upcoming special election edition report. Uh, and and check out those as we get closer to the election here in the United States of America. If you'd like to book me, you can also get on uh, my social media. The announcer will come on and tell you exactly how you can reach me here very shortly. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. I love you and have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode, and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.